Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For your consideration, Max presenting The Last of Us, the HBO original series starring Pedro Pascal as Joel, a hardened survivor hired to smuggle Ellie, a 14-year-old girl, out of an oppressive quarantine zone. What starts as a small job soon becomes a brutal and heartbreaking journey as they depend on each other for survival. Don't miss the critically acclaimed series Empire Calls, a masterpiece. Nominated for four SAG Awards, including Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Drama Series, The Last of Us is now streaming on Max. From Variety, celebrating more than 118 years covering the business of entertainment, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. For Rustin Starr and now Oscar nominee Coleman Domingo, there is something magical about doing this film. Everything about it was has been very, and I use the word gentle, which I don't think is a word I use often when it comes to getting a film out. You know, you're trying to cram it into some audience's heads and make them go, force them to go see it. You know, but this feels gentle and it feels like it feels like it has the spirit of Bayer Rustin around it. I'm Michael Schneider, and on this episode of the award-winning Variety Award Circuit Podcast, we talk to Coleman Domingo just hours after he landed his Oscar nomination for Rustin. Also on this episode, the roundtable goes through those Oscar nominations and looks at who got the biggest momentum and who landed the worst snub. It's all next on this edition of the Variety Award Circuit Podcast. Stay close. Hey everyone, we are live in the studio, and at time of recording, it is just hours from the announcement of this year's Oscar nominations. Hello everyone, I'm Variety's Michael Schneider, along with the very tired, but still awake and ready to give us their hot takes, Janelle Riley. Mm. Uh, the look on your face. <laughs> the, I'm not look, happy. the look on your face. Jazz Tanke. Been up since three and just don't know. Yeah, Janelle looks angry. Jazz just looks tired. And then Clayton Davis is just not even paying attention. He's He's already booking more TV appearances. He's he's, He's got a tie. Look at him. It's a snazzy. Welcome to this Oscar uh, support group. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Clayton, and I'm an Oscar addict. And listen... So what what have you been what have you been saying all day? Uh, your hot uh, takes. You know what? Uh, so you know what? Like I, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Mr. Positive here. As a whole, I think they did good today. I agree. Yeah, sure. I agree. As a whole, it's it's not that there was so many things that surprised or irritated me, but the things that irritated me really irritated yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. There's some serious irritation. Oh, well, I, my first irritation is that Clayton's been doing TV takes all day, and yet he still won't go up to the microphone so oh, I can I'm hear. So sorry. It. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm right here. It's like, um, come on, he's been up since sorry, three. Sorry, he's tired. He's, he's new to media. Yeah, I understand. Media. I understand. Because well, I get mic'd on the shirt. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. Before we get into it, Clayton, good call on El Conde. Ah, yeah. Cinematography. It's a Lachman, one, right? Yeah. Though it, it, it's, it was Lachman, and by the way, that's four still out of, a big four, four out of five. Yeah. Black and white movies. That's there. amazing. That some in cinematography? That have some yeah. semblance of black and white. Killers is the only movie that's fully in color. Wow. Which is But it does have black and white moments in it, does it? No. I don't yeah, know. the newsreel footage. That yeah. wasn't No, but that, they had yeah, sure. they had to shoot that though. That yeah. wasn't yeah, I give that to you. So, anyway, yeah. that was uh, the biggest surprise for me, and then everyone was like, "No, Clayton called that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny? This is the biggest shock for me, and I call. And I was talking about her for weeks about America Ferrera. Yep. But yep. there's no way, and I and I didn't predict her in the end because there's no way you could have convinced me to take America Ferrera and not take Margot Robbie. They mm-hmm. felt like a package deal. You're right. Yeah. Never in a minute. And I when suspected Margot would miss, so I didn't think America would Did get you? In. But where? Where was your... Margot? Yeah. Lead actress? Oh, I just thought that, like, there's still a lot of cranky, older voters who are going to say... Again, I want to I want to state, first of all, by saying that Barbie is such a massive achievement, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that five years ago, people would not have thought of Barbie as an Oscar film. Right. Is it? Yes. Yes, it's a great movie. It's an achievement. It's an auteur-driven film. That said, I think there are still too many snobs who were like, oh, quote unquote, you know, it's, it's a doll movie. Mm-hmm. And so, I, yeah. I've been quoting you all day, actually, Janelle. Oh, good like, God. Is that <laughs> I think we didn't take the minute to just say it's a miracle it's gotten this far. It's really yeah. a fantastic yeah. well, achievement. And I wonder, do you think actually when it won the Blockbuster Award at the Globes, if that hurt it because it sort of it created the narrative even Inter- more? That's that it's interesting. Yeah. The Globes no, no, affect anything. It, no, what, interesting. You know what I think really affected it? There, I think there is such a thing as doing too well. Definitely. So when it, yeah. when it broke the when it yeah. tied the Globes record and broke the Critics' Choice record, I think people by people I mean Oscar voters went, wait a minute, what are we about to do here? And I, maybe and maybe as a collective like conscious thought, but seeing it with on directing, lead acting, film editing, sound, I just think we had conversations with these voters. I heard a lot of it's good. Not great, or, yeah. or or what one person said beautifully uh, that I used in a piece. At the end of the day, it's still a movie about a toy doll, and I right. think yeah. I think they see it that way. And I'm which saying that's is correct. why I think that people should actually give it even more credit because yes. look right. at what they did with that quote unquote just right, a movie right, about a right. toy doll. So yeah. beyond but, what you're yes. ever yeah. expecting from a film. And like that. the the big takeaway for me is: do not take Margot Robbie's loss out on. America Ferrara, America oh. Ferrara. Sorry, I changed accents there. <laughs> America Ferrara or I'm Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's proof to me that Margaret was six. I think she was number six. In the Easily, category. yeah. I think she. I think she, she, I think she was five point five. I think yeah, it was yeah, just, I think yeah. it was just very I mean, close. Look, Greta Lee is not nominated in that category. Beautiful, beautiful performance. You know, uh, Natalie Portman, one of the trickiest performances of the year. There's, there's several people who were overlooked. <laughs> as, so. as, as. Uh, Jeff Goldblum says in Jurassic Park, life finds a way. I was looking for a lone screenplay nominee, and that presented itself today, May, December. Yep. Yeah. Charles Melton, Julianne Moore not making it, but we have a lone screenplay nominee. I will say – so let's, let's start with Oppenheimer. 13. Which, by the way, was extremely successful, but because not quite as successful as Barbie, kind of has an advantage. Yes, because <laughs> it didn't do too 
well. Yeah, it did. If it would have tacked on Matt Damon for a 14, people would have been like, stop. Like, that's enough. (laughs) But yeah, 13 nominations. Only the 11th movie to get that many nominations in a year. Um, Probably would have been 14 if there had been two sound categories. Oh, a thousand percent. I miss two sound categories because I, us, I think we could tell the difference. I, I just don't feel like the Academy did, and I miss that. But Oppenheimer is in the best position right now to. I mean, listen. It feels weird to call things this early and feel, but like it's not that. But early. like, but like, <laughs> but like, what has to happen for Nolan and this movie to lose? Like, it's. I wrote in the column today. It's not about will it win. It's about how many is it going to win, and yeah. that's where I think we are now. And I think it goes back to like we were saying, like maybe it's Oppenheimer all along. Didn't we say that like back in November? Oh yeah, like, we're going to twist pretty, ourselves into pretzels yeah. and just we be like, like that's Oppenheimer. It's just Oppenheimer. What all else along. would it be? I mean, the holdovers is the one that so on, everyone really likes. Well, on paper, on paper, it's definitely not the holdovers because Alexander Payne missed today, right? But. I guess coincidentally, you could look at it and be like, "Is this a Green Book situation?" But I don't think I, I don't think it is. But it, we can definitely put it on the table. On paper, it's poor things. I got eleven, sure. yeah, eleven. That very I, strong showing. Yeah, and didn't miss anything that like quote unquote matters in a race like editing and everything. He got everything. He needed Pretty bummed yeah. about Willem Dafoe missing out, but it wasn't a slam dunk. Yeah, and that's also I think they were splitting votes. Well, like, and hardcore. also so weird that Dafoe got the SAG nomination and Mark Ruffalo didn't, and then they swapped for Oscar. Unprecedented. Both of them, at four different televised award shows, we got different variations of the Four Things Boys. Right. It's interesting, yeah. With none of them, with both of them, and one and the other. So it was like... What if, like, Gerard Carmichael just wins in a ride-in? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually, but now Ruffalo, who, like, is now 0 for 4, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe you can take on Downey Jr. He but, could. But here it is. We don't see Ruffalo again until Oscar night. He's not BAFTA nominated, and he's not SAG nominated. Wow. And the only two people that have won without those two things in modern era, obviously, Marsha Gay Harden, Pollock, which came out of nowhere, and Regina King, if Beale Street could talk. Oh, wow. Which was crazy because yeah. Regina should have been, been a the sweeper. front runner yeah. all along. Yeah. But that was a late release. We can t- chalk it up to yes. that. Like, this is uh, a different animal. Sorry for not knowing. Did Tilda Swinton receive a BAFTA? Nomination for Michael Clayton the year she won the Oscar. Yeah, she, that's the only thing she okay. won. Because, like, I remember that being shocking. And if you see the performance, it's not shocking. Yeah. But but that was the tie yeah. turning for her, and yeah. that was also a messy year. It was a very weird year because didn't Ruby Ruby D won SAG, Kate Blanchett won Globe, and that was the year and of the Amy strike. Ryan, Amy I Ryan think won was Critics' Choice, winning a lot of critics. Yeah, so that was that big thing. Uh, so, but we can't resist the Hulk versus Iron Man headline. I mean, <laughs> Robert I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't write it in my column already. Oh. <laughs> it, it was like sometimes you got to say the obvious. It was right there. Yeah. But um, poor things. Yes, I'm sorry. Poor things. Yes, on paper number two. But you know, coincidentally, Anatomy of a Fall. That yes. was the it one. Got directing, yep. writing, editing, an acting nom. Like it has everything on paper, and quote unquote, to, to win Best Picture. And we didn't get four movies. Cracked double digits. We got three, but coincidentally, that year that we did get four, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joker, and whatever the other one was. I think the oh, the Irishman. The movie that beat it only had six nominations. Mm. Parasite. Oh my god! A non English, a, a non English language. And movie. a few years ago, we would have said Anatomy of a Fall can't win because it's an international film. Although it has quite a bit of English in it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> but Parasite blew those rules up. I feel like we're ignoring the obvious, though, which is that Killers of the Flower Moon should be a powerful contender. But it misadapted screenplay. <sighs> that that yeah. was that was its. It's funny. It swapped adapted screenplay for song. 
which I, the song I think people were like, oh, okay, I guess we're I had do a weird that. feeling it would get in for song. I always say when there's a weird selection, quote unquote, yeah. in the lo- in the long list, that usually you're like, okay, that's probably going to make it because it's weird enough that it goes. Yeah. The distance. And it's actually a song that's like pertinent to the film and tells part of the story. So I wonder yeah, if that's a package deal with Lily Gladstone. That actually would be an uh, interesting little song tidbit. and acting. There you go. So, wait, can we go into shame phase now? Yeah. I, wanna, yes. I need to shame some shame. stuff. Wait, can shame. I just give Ellen Mirajnik a shout out for costumes? Yes. Like, uh, like her she first earned, yeah. nomination. I was surprised by that. I was like, she's never had and an Oscar. Laura Cartman. Compo- composer of American Fiction, first woman ever to be elected to head the music branch yep. of the Academy, is now an Oscar nominee, it's and good it's a day. good world. And by the way, we did it, Joe. Emily Blunt. Emily she didn't get Blunt. snubbed. <laughs> did you think she would? She's gotten snubbed twenty uh, yes, times. You're right. She, she, you're, you're right. Well, I just thought we this, did it, Joe. What? <laughs> she, she's here. <laughs> like, you're, you're right. There was a there was some nerves there. Now that I I will never back. not be nervous that she's going to get snubbed. She is finally an Oscar. She's finally an Oscar finally, nominee. It's right. a good world Thank to live God. in. It, was a good, it is one of those yeah. things when I say you know that she's a first time nominee. People are like, no, it, no, 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 no. She's been nominated. It's like no. no. I mean, no. It's, it's similar to like Paul Giamatti. This is his second. Only his second nomination. That is a crazy step. Chep 30. So, uh, oh, shame. Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Don't. Like, And I'm not even getting to Best Picture because I know that's just me. But for no shade, you're a legend, sir. But Indiana Jones, when that came up and I didn't hear Spider-Man, I was furious. That's the one thing that actually got a, a, a reaction out of me. I was like, what are we doing? I gasped. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is just name recognition, documentary feature, is a mess. We had two front runners mess. Yeah. Honestly, short, some of the shorts are a mess too, in my opinion. Shorts are always messy. I, I, yeah. But Doc Feature those? is totally messy. So what happened with Doc Feature? So for sure, still, I knew still a Michael Jack, uh, Michael J. Fox movie. Yeah, very, that would be a very different <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah. Very Michael different. J. Fox movie. Yeah, um, just won an Emmy two weeks ago, and I knew that was like the catalyst of like, oh, they're gonna go. Nope. Yep. Yeah. You won Usually, an Emmy. Yep. the the obvious choice gets left out. Yeah. Yep. American Symphony, Matthew Heineman's movie, again, early front runner. They just lived to do this. And they did it with uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, Three Identical Strangers, yeah. Apollo 11, Jane. Every year. Oh, every year. So I'm now of the mind that I've said this before, they need to open that category up for people to opt in. There, 2020, there were 238 documentaries. You're not watching 238 documentaries, 650 of you guys. And arguably, the hardest working filmmakers around. You make documentaries yes. for years. Yes. Yep. You're not watching 238 movies. Let other people yeah. chime in. I was so so away. interesting point about Still because after all of this time and all the work that they've made at uh, especially at the TV Academy to try to avoid that double dipping and yet it can still happen potentially. Well, I'm very fuzzy on how that happens, but well, I'm it, sure Clayton thinks. Well, actually, it was it was just. <laughs> It's only really going to happen right now because of when the TV Academy announced it last year, when they said you can go for both. Apple at that point, I think, had full steam ahead of going film. And then we're like, oh, we can win an Emmy too. And I think probably miscalculation of the year because once you go into Emmy mode, that doc branch is very elitist. Mm-hmm. They like to, yep. They're like, nope, this is mine. That's why they don't want to open it up. And I just think that they were just like – no, you already got your award and your TV movie, quote unquote. Even though, ironically, most of the docs are produced by TV entities. Of course. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> even the ones that are Oscar nominated are all produced by pretty much TV yeah. entities. 
Um, Sheila Nevins speaking about docs is now an Oscar nominated documentary filmmaker for, for um, ABC ABC's a book, book banning. banning. Yep. Very timely. I'm just, I said this earlier, but I'm going to pretend that one of Bradley Cooper's nominations is actually for Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, <laughs> because he was so good in that. That is like a delightful performance. Mike is staring at me, but you haven't seen Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Not many have people you? have, no, Mike. Okay. Oh, no, he has a cameo in it that is one of That's the most great. He's delightful. He's in a big chair. You've seen yeah. the meme yeah. everywhere. He, re- he really is delightful in it. Let, yeah. Let's talk about Bradley Cooper, though. Now up to his 12th nomination. Yes. So picture, was, original screenplay, and lead acting. One of four people to direct himself to a best uh, to an acting nomination more than once. I actually think he could still win best actor. He could. the The problem that I, I have heard from people is that uh, on his, okay, so he sh- probably should have won for Star Is Born in totally. acting, yeah. but he was focused very much on directing and yep. being recognized as a director. And Rami Malek was just a force who could not be stopped. That guy was out every yeah. hour of every yeah. day campaigning. Um, this time, Bradley campaigned for actor. Uh, what I have heard from many SAG voters was that they love Bradley, but he. He did a lot of things with like Steven Spielberg moderating or, you know, Jennifer Garner moderating. And it was like, it's felt a little, I don't want to say elitist. It's just that like, too, too they they want to see the common actor or like, they, they want to get into the nitty gritty. Um, you know, it's fun to have like friends present or, you know, talk to you about things, but that sort of became the norm for him. And I'm really yeah. hoping that with the SAG nomination, he like goes out there and just, just, you know, talks to actors. Like yeah, he doesn't need the endorsement of anyone else. He's but so good. Sorry, isn't that a commentary though on like this trend of having like? Yeah, I I'm I have very mixed feelings about it. Um, mostly because I've only ever seen a couple good celebrity moderators in my life. Um, a shout out to Hugh Jackman. That man can do anything. <laughs> um, and and it's it's different. Like you know, there's a lot of people. Maybe it works better for Oscar voters where you know you're seeing your peers and you're seeing you know someone great praising Bradley. I just again. And I'm basing this purely on what I've heard from SAG voters. There, there, there's always – it's a caveat. He wrote, directed, produced, and stars in the movie. Mm-hmm. What I had heard from a couple of voters and why I thought he was vulnerable a little bit in the end, which you had sounded the alarms oh, uh, really early on. I, I don't yeah. know if he was like a shoe-in. Um, was that people use this term, quote unquote, it was a vanity project. Right. Yes. That he's I've, quote unquote yeah. thirsty. They, like, yeah. Not everyone wants the, an Oscar. Yeah. The, and they did that for DiCaprio during his, before The Revenant. They were like, he was chasing an Oscar. I don't hey, believe in that. Guess who won an Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Cooper, I think, when you're, when you're that much all over your movie, it does sometimes paint the picture of like, okay, what are we supposed to focus on? Now, could there be someone one day that does all four and we want to give them all four? Sure. But the fact that only two people have directed themselves to Oscar wins for acting, Laurence Olivier for Hamlet in 1948 mm-hmm. and Roberto Benigni who jumped on a chair in 1998. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, th- I think we've yeah. taken that one back. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> we've tried to. Ian McKellen, here's your Oscar. I think he has Edward Norton's Oscar. That's Oh, my... I was just talking about Edward Norton yeah. last night because how has he not won an Oscar yet? That's crazy. Because A little bit of Mark Ruffalo territory. There's certain people that we feel like we're going to get you one day. We're going to yes. get you one day. But sometimes. That's what they said about Joe Clayburgh. So, I, I was what like, sometimes that? you're yep. Ed Harris and yeah. your last Oscar nomination was in 2002 and then we're like oh we haven't been back here since i was actually nervous that robert de niro would miss because he's someone else we always take for granted and i feel like the leo thing yes and i I was very relieved to see him in there and again i don't think yes he's getting these nominations and everyone's recognizing how great he is 
I wonder if he wasn't Robert De Niro, one of the greatest actors of all time, if he'd be winning some of these awards. Oh, I, I yeah. think, so I think good. if he hadn't won twice, he would have been winning this in a walk. That's like, I, 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 I think it's one of his like best his in a best long role. time. Yeah. Oh, he's he's in fantastic. a long time. Um, can, I, we have to talk about little people bucking history. Danielle Brooks got Love in for the color her. purple. Wow, the sole nomination for the color purple and the first acting performance from a musical. That is the sole nomination for their movie. That's why I didn't predict her in the end because I couldn't find Color Purple anywhere else, which it didn't. Was, did Penelope Cruz not make it in for nine? She did, but she wasn't the sole nomination. She it, wasn't? Got, it got, it got, it got other, yeah, it got yeah. other stuff. Oh, 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 oh you, be, you mean not acting? Just being the only nomination for a movie. Yes. A, Musical performances are never the sole nomination, and I couldn't wow. find one, so that's why I dropped her. And she made it, thank God. She's great in it, but. You know, it, it was a little bit of like, you know, sometimes the trends don't yeah. tell the full story. It's stories. crazy that so she's just, the only one, though. Uh, Color Purple, I really expected to do better this season. Yeah. It's, I, th- I think it's it came too late. I definitely think it, it, it came too late. They screened it too late and it came too late. Yeah. And, um, you know, some of the people that you would have rewarded, like Coleman Domingo and supporting actor, was already getting recognition in lead actor. Yeah. Could I also just uh, t- talk about because we have like an interesting dynamic now in Best Actress. Obviously, we have Lily Gladstone and Emma Stone. I never banked the Stones. on the Stones, but mm-hmm. I never banked on the Benning being there. You really? didn't? Well, I she was my alternate, but now that she is there, let me tell you. You talk about SAG audiences. I was going to say SAG. That is someone like, who over five knows how to talk to a SAG audience. I'm saying over five. Yep. Like in her mid to late sixties, it's a really like, good some, performance. Some, some yeah. people start like having that conversation with themselves of like, are we? Do we get another shot at this in the future, or do we do it now? I always think that's what pushed uh, Michelle Yo over the hump. So I'm little, <laughs> I don't think there was. I, I, I think I think that Yeoh. I think that had I think that had a lot. To, I do believe that there is a fact. I think it's a Lily Gladstone factor too. You start at, like you know. It's the thing that we don't want to say out loud, but we're like, are we going to get Lily Gladstone back here again? We hope she's talented, but we know how the industry treats right. people of color and, and older actors. And the fact that she's here now makes me think, what if she has? By the way, she has Sagnod. The only thing she missed was BAFTA. She also, you know what? I'm apologize. I know you can relate because we've all been up since 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. I just completely forgot what I was going to say. I apologize, <laughs> Annette Benning. It was, like, like it was probably the thing that could have won you the Oscar, and it just slipped out of my mind. I it mean, was uh, a powerful uh, point. Yeah. She has given some great performances it's in been the a while past. Since like, she's been nominated too. Yeah, yeah. since uh, being Julia. Wow, that long. Yeah, yeah. And I again, just to reiterate. Actors love her. They love she, her. she goes out there and she talks nitty gritty to actors. A lot of times, one on one, like she she can be a force. I mean, a nice. But she's also not working. If sorry, Mike, if that you know what I mean, like she's just genuine. I think yeah. that's the the thing. It's like I'm yeah. not campaigning. I'm really just loving. And it's a, she's yeah. really good. That's the other thing. Like people kind of seem surprised when they do see the movie because I think it's sort of been undersold. Yeah. They're like, oh, and um, let's just give Jodie Foster Best Supporting Actress for True Detective Night Country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Listen, well, I, I was, was going to say, it's a nice nice showing for Nyad. I mean, for both yeah, of them to get yeah. nominations. I really it's, like it's, that it's, movie. It's, it's a total, I, I call it a total middle America kind of vote movie. Like it is, it speaks to like just normal people who are just like, I just want to watch a good movie. It's like the Kodak yeah. audience. Like, they just want to watch a good movie. And 
and and it hits for people. And Jodie Foster is incredible in it. And this also told me that's why she was my alternate in the end. I was like, Jodie and Annette are probably a package deal. They're on yep, the same yeah. ballots. When they got into SAG, I was like, it's done. That that yeah. yeah. Okay. But when when that started, when they started that lineup, and they were like Annette Benning, and then they <laughs> got to Lily. <laughs> I got I got I got nervous for two seconds. I was like, you better say Lily Gladstone next. And then they said Sandra Hewler, and I was like, oh my oh, god, who misses? And I was like, oh my God. Like, I immediately went, went to my head. I was like, oh my God, I'm a stone miss. Like, it, it didn't even dawn on me that it could be Margot Robbie at that exact moment. Oh. I was like, oh my God, I'm a stone miss. And that would be like <laughs> epic proportions. But um, the one thing I want to just point out also is in the screenplay categories, well, the yeah, in the screenplay categories in, in particular, Anatomy of a Fall, Holdovers, Past Lives, Pick Your Poison, that's going to be like a death match. And then adapted screenplay. I think play. it's holdovers. I think that that's what the general I consensus is. But it wouldn't I, necessarily be my pick, or maybe it would. They're all freaking they're all great. I, do, I don't like. I felt good about it before, but like with pain missing director, not saying that that actually like matters. All, although he's the only director of a best picture nominee that has no Oscar nominations this year because he didn't produce oh, that's or right. write his movie. It's oh, kind of sucks. like it's a, it's a testament to how. It, like, you know, they talk about invisible labor. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so good at what he does. I think people took it for granted. Mm-hmm. But, like, look at how – look at how that movie feels like a movie made in the 70s. Look at those performances. Oh, it's, it's great. I was still kind of holding out hope Dominic Sessa might make it into. So that, was my, that was my alternate I, I Actually, was so I am five for five in print magazine <laughs> and four for five God online. Bless early <laughs> deadlines, yeah, huh? early deadline. Don't this is why those. you don't change your predictions. You, change you should not have changed. Ruffalo, man. Yeah. Well, so May, December. I mean, that was it. <sighs> That's a heartbreaker for me. Yeah. I mean, the writing was on the wall after SAG, but I really love that movie. And I thought at least someone was like, you know, uh, Ch- Charles Milton was only a Twitter thing. And I was like, the guy no. won the Gotham over some intense. Divine Joy Randolph. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Let's let's not undersell that. Listen, he is great in that movie. I, I think that movie is just I – mean, listen, I, when I saw it, I thought – I was like, oh, this is a weird – kind of cookie to like it is it's, it's hard, hard to categorize yeah it's hard to like you could market. say actors love movie about actors but they also can kind of resent them it's 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 hard yeah. it's just interesting because i saw it play with i the actors i know who saw it love they it. love it yeah uh and then a24 the only studio they got two best picture nominations right. yep. zone of interest and past lives but i wanted to talk about zone of interest because glazer man just coming through He's an Oscar nominee. It's a good world to live in. Good for him. I love that movie. And I, but it's also the weirdest movie to say I love. You oh, can't no. say. Yeah. Like, like, guys, you know what you'll love? No, it's the Zone weirdest movie to say you enjoyed, I think. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I so respect it and I recognize what masterful filmmaking mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. And um, I don't think I ever want to see it again. It's a one yeah. and done. I've seen it. I can talk That's about it. Done. Carol in our department has seen it like three times. Yeah, I, w- I watched it like twice. I won't watch Ironclaw again, though. I'm, oh, I'm not going to watch again. Done. Well, now you don't have to, right? And now I don't have to watch oh. Saltburn. Is that no? Oh, you need you to watch Saltburn. Watch Saltburn. You have to. Oh, that, you're not getting I, out I'm of so Saltburn. sad for that movie. I mean, well, it's funny because like people wrote it off early on, and then I was getting excited because it looked like it looked like it was going to yeah. get something. Yeah. But yeah. also, all of our strangers done. That was the one I meant to bring up. Oh gosh, that one is a heartbreaker. I can't believe Andrew Scott is going to walk this earth. Bullish. About Andrew Scott. He's I was like, he'll miss everything, but he'll, you, everyone I know who saw that movie, the look that they got on their face when you mentioned Andrew Scott, yeah. it, like they were about to burst into tears. I was I was sure that good would prevail in the end. 
And it yeah. did not. <laughs> it did not. Evil exists. I mean, Schneider's again, here. best yeah. actor <laughs> is a is a is a bloodbath. It, it really is. is. Yeah. I mean, how do you pick? Yeah. And who's the front runner now? Who's the front runner and it's, best actor? It's between Killian Murphy and Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I yeah. think it's between. Yeah, I mean, although I do think Bradley could get in. there. Yeah, I think it's a three horse race, but he I, has to do some catching. I think up. I think it's Giamatti, like right now, today. If it was today, I think it would be Giamatti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, In and Out. He better think In and Out. Better when, endorse, when he's up there. They need that to man. give him free when, In and Out. Yeah, when he wins For that life. Oscar up on stage, if he doesn't give a shout out to a double double, <laughs> <laughs> I went and got one the other day. God, I waited in the drive through for 45 minutes. Yeah, that's that's worth the, it. The I thing. haven't had in and out since I've lived in California. What I've had, is, it, I've had what? it before. I'm also not a lover of in and out. Like I I like five guys. I used to be like <laughs> you. Oh, we're done. Yeah, we're, no. We're, we're, was we're like done here. We're, yeah, I, w- I was very similar. I am similar. slamming this podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> Blasphemy. You know what it, honestly, it's such a stupid reason. It's because the lines are always so long, and yep. it's not nope. worth that long line. That's what 1, it is. One thousand percent. You know as what? That's it. it. Park and go inside. Points. It's not no. nearly as bad. But that way is, is just as bad. You don't yeah. Have, yeah. It's not nearly as bad. But you might Park, go money. inside. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, After Oscar Sunday. Was... <laughs> Listen, million dollar question: Where does Sandra Hewler sit at the Oscars with the anatomy people or the zone people? The movie she's nominated for Ooh, best actress nice, for. Okay. Nice one. <laughs> Also, they yeah. don't really group them together, do they? No, I don't think yeah. so anymore. Um, and then Barbie. Can I just say something about Barbie and just like it's under performance of eight. Quote, unquote, underperformance. Quote, uh, quote unquote, yes. underperformance. I think I said it here last week or two weeks ago. I said, what if it was like a star is born and it just wins original song and it got the same exact number? Of nominations as Star is Born did, also with two songs. I would really <laughs> like to believe that Gosling is oh. neck and neck with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, I, I I don't know if that's true or not. I just he's so deserving. I I get that people are like, um, you know, you you're honoring Ken when you're not honoring when Margot Robbie wasn't nominated as Barbie. Two completely different things. By the way, Ken has a fascinating arc in that movie. Oh, it's, yeah. it's incredible. Making him the villain, but he still manages to be sympathetic. Like it is, it is a balancing act. I have a message for Ryan Gosling because I know he's listening to this right now. We all know this. It's his go-to podcast. That's what someone told me. <laughs> if you don't perform, I'm just Ken at the Oscars. If you don't open that ceremony with "I'm just Ken," you're not allowed at Thanksgiving anymore. I agree. At your Thanksgiving or just any Thanksgiving any Thanksgiving? No okay. Thanksgiving will have Ryan Gosling if he's not singing Give that the song. People on what the they want. We have to get, get the producers on this too. Just, though. just like, just do it, sir. Do you think there's a chance the Barbie songs cancel each other out? Yes, of course. Yes, but I don't. And then, think so it will what's happen. what's the other well, song? What's well, what's the what's 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 the one Diane that benefits? Diane Warren on her fifteenth nomination. Mm. Uh, actually, I think Killers of the Flower Moon. Kill, I was going to say right, Killers. Right, Killers because it is pertinent to the plot. And I think it's a, I think it's a maybe it's a down the ballot like Lily boat maybe. Yeah. I think that could help, but. Could be. I, also, you know, how about uh, you know American Symphony? It missed Doc, so maybe that's John Batiste. Yeah. John Batiste gets an Oscar. Oh, he's, yep. he's a former winner, but yeah. I, Sorry, I, what did he win for? Uh, Soul, of course. Original score. Yeah. I still think one of the Bobby songs wins, but I think and that's but, yeah. and, just, one, I, and that's probably that, Billy. That's what. Don't you think that's Billy? What, Billy that's probably. That's the smart yeah. thinking, but I just feel like he, I'd vote for I'm just. Wait, dead. wait. Here, here's always like the. the the thing that's no consensus anywhere um, about how do you vote on original song? Are you, are you voting because you like the actual song or you're voting on the way it plays in the movie and advances the plot? Sadly, I don't think a lot of people do the latter. And I, and they I don't, don't. And I actually they don't, don't, I don't do think that. people know how, like, I think there's too much of a, a divide There's on a it gap. Yeah. That I, that's why it makes it hard. Cause for me, 
yeah, I can listen to Eilish outside of the movie, like on the radio, but I'm just Ken is the moment of the movie. And I would vote for that. It's also such a good song. Yeah. It's such an earworm. It's a six and a half minute, like, but it's such a masterclass. It's such a moment. Like you turn the film on and it's like, that is the thing that makes you like, you're generally happy seeing that. And I feel, I I think I fear that you guys are right. And that if, if that ends up being the only Oscar that Barbie wins the song about Ken, (laughs) Well, then we just need to give Barbie some other Oscars. Well, I think it's going to get production design. I mean, I think it's... it's I don't know. Poor Things is right there. Poor Things is there. Listen, I still think that's also a category. People haven't really talked about it. Oppenheimer could win production design. Of course. Very well win win production design. And listen, and not for nothing, Killers of the Flower Moon. Jack Fisk built a town. Exactly. In Oklahoma. An entire town. So I think that's, that's something. Um, but my good, uh, interesting stat for my show, by the way, in favor of Bradley Cooper maybe winning Best Actor. The last, I think, seven lead acting winners on both sides, their films also win makeup. Oh, interesting. And my show right. looks destined right. to win makeup. Or it's Oppenheimer. <laughs> if we. Well, so Oppenheimer's only in for makeup, not hair, right? What? Well, I thought the, they it's, went together. It's together. Yeah. No, 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 only one person is nominated oh, for yeah. Oppenheimer, oh, right? So there's the a slight – the right? category is hair and makeup. I don't, just... I don't think the Academy reads it that way though. They're just like makeup of the movie. Yes, I think that sucks that they do it that way by the way, that they only – I think they, they should the, split it too. I think – yeah, I think yeah. they yes, need to be two separate they're categories. So different, but... They're two separate things. We don't need more categories. What if Golda wins makeup? We do. I think we do need okay, a couple well, more. I was very happy to see Golda. I was there. too. Yeah. I was okay with Golda. For that, yeah. sure. I thought Helen was great, and again, in a in a less competitive year, and had she been able to campaign yep. when the movie was out, because I I heard a lot of people actually talking about people like that film. Yeah. Oh, just one quick uh, technical sadness: Ferrari, no, uh, no oh, nominations, nothing. Yes, and I'm. It's so funny because I was very bullish about Penelope Cruz, even if she didn't get into SAG, which she I did. didn't expect, and then she did. I was sure the Academy we would get, recognize her. We get SAG red herring sometimes. They just present themselves, Naomi Watson, St. Vincent. And you're like, wait, what? And then like, no, actually. But sa- wait, wait, wait. Nicole Kidman in The Sound, Paper Boy. Nicole, Ki- Nicole Kidman in Bombshell. That's the big one. That wasn't that crazy, though, because yeah. like, you know, the a whole ensemble was nominated, two other actresses. I thought yeah. Ferrari would get in for Sound, though. I mean, it should have. Let's be honest. Yeah. Sound. Yeah. Animated feature? Any uh, thoughts listen, on the hot race? Listen, they're all on the same playing field now Amazing. because all of them just have one nomination. Yeah, let me. I just want to say, my friends think that this is hilarious that I can't stop talking about this movie. I love Leo on Netflix. <laughs> the Adam Sandler is like an iguana. Mm-hmm. I think it is so cute and charming and funny. And I know that people weren't really talking about it, but I do think it's interesting that you know they overlooked a Netflix movie, very popular movie, and they overlooked Wish from Disney. Yeah. And some of these other movies got in. It's like the, the Academy. Ma- the, the, the Elemental got branch, in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, at least it's, Elemental it's got attention. in. Listen, yeah. th- three Which anima- was the right call, by the way. Yeah. yeah, three animated movies were in my top ten of the year. Spider-Man at two, Robot Dreams at five, and Boy in the Heron at ten. Any of any of them can win. I'd be happy. Yeah. But I think Populous Academy is probably Spider Verse. I don't know. Boy in the Heron. I mean, has its. Followers. I mean, it depends on if people are like, "This is the last time we're going to do it." Well, he's making another movie, so that narrative doesn't work anymore because he has another movie mm-hmm. coming. So maybe just give it to Spider, or maybe or pers- Nimona. Spi- Nimona. Or Nimona. Nimona's good. It is. Nimona's so very good. good. They're Nimona's all great. good. There's nothing. 
So I saw somebody who was outraged this morning that Turning Red wasn't nominated, and I just didn't have the energy. Turning Red? Turning, yeah, from like, the one from, from like last year. Or two awesome. Last year, year before last. Mm-hmm. But Robot Dreams, by the way, Mike. I'm afraid to a, watch it. It looks like it's going to make me sad. It's, so be, it's no dialogue. But there's a dog, right? There is a dog. Don't worry. No, there's no <laughs> is it like dog. the Futurama episode? I don't watch Futurama. There are no dead dogs. Yeah, but, but is he is, lonely or sad? I mean, or? It's, oh, it's, I'm be- out. it's beautiful. I'm out. It, it is beautiful, and you should do so a favor. I had to leave my dog yeah. this morning to come here, and the howls coming from him. It was hmm. like the worst tragedy to ever happen to Dogmanity. He was not having <laughs> it. <laughs> Dogmanity? <laughs> he was. He was like, no. Trademarked. <laughs> Dog vanity, Janelle Riley. All right, so what's next? What's next on the docket now? The the noms are out. You know, believe it or not, it's pretty quiet until DGAs, which is February twelfth, and the luncheon is after that. So, not no one's ever going to know he's winning director by by then. But no, it's pretty quiet for the next uh, two yeah. weeks. I'll be interested to see if people pick up campaigning because sometimes there's this thought of like, well, it's already decided. But I think a lot of these races could change in the next it, it couple weeks. It always changes. Yeah. And I do think a lot of it comes down to who's out there and who's being yeah. seen. You know? I yeah. mean, I'm so happy Coleman Domingo is an Oscar nominee. Speak and, of the devil, our guest this really? week. Oh my gosh, perfect And I was about segue. to say, it also depends on who talks to the award circuit podcast. Uh, so, I mean, Coleman Domingo, America well, Ferreira. Hey, they stop here they, first. Yep, that's they, that's they, our new tagline. They, they, they stop here first. A lot of people. Just <laughs> throwing that out there. <laughs> Wow. Coleman Domingo no, and his style, though. Oh I my can't God. wait to see what Coleman Domingo wears. He the has the best style. He does. I know. It, it, it's hurting my feelings now. Like, 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 there's sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel good about this today. And then he walks onto a red carpet. I'm like, God damn it. Like, no, I don't. He's, he is your sort of spirit. Uh, wait till oh. he starts wearing hats. Inspiration. I, he's, he better not. <laughs> like, I have, like, he better not. What you Coleman? wear a hat to? No, next no hats. Thing. Just, uh, that's Clayton. Wear, wear the coats. I'm going to be mad if he shows up in his Scrabble dress because. Everyone knows that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is your thing. Um, well, great. Well, this was fun. Uh, the Emmys are next week. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jesus, stop. Oh, Jesus. Actually, like it's my first Emmys FYC thing fairly soon. No. They had their lottery this week to decide when the next. Uh, so, so yeah, usually those things start to happen at the end of February. What's the lottery so for it really. Theaters? Uh, for yeah, for space. So, who gets to do their event on what night? Which so, I hear is a madhouse that people like try to log in and put the space, and it like doesn't work. A madhouse. Um, Mike, uh, have you actually watched all the screeners for season five of True Detective? No, I haven't yet. I'm okay. midway through, so it's so good. It's so, it's so good. good. Sorry, Jordan Peele and Kean Peele Continental Breakfast Sketch. It's so good. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Wait, Mike, have you watched any movies since the oh, last yeah. time? Mike like, watched yeah, what movies. have you seen? No. You oh, what? No, I'm I'm back to uh, like binging my TV. Oh. So there's too <laughs> much. Like, I'm done too with much movies. TV. I'm done you with... know what I started last night? Just because I haven't had time, the new Fargo season. Oh, so, and speaking of so good. Freaking fantastic. So I, I knew, yeah. yeah. I'm not. so mad I didn't start sooner. I just literally didn't have time. And then, like, I need to go to bed because I need to be up this morning. <laughs> and I was like, I, I can't stop watching this. Yeah. I just. 
we're back episodes. to season one goodness, I hear. So yes. I, in, for I, both, I, by the way, God. it's it's uh, funny you mentioned both True Detective and, and Fargo, because both shows are back, baby. Yep. I mean, it's incredible, right? Yeah, two shows that you know felt like eh, no one really was paying attention to the last season. They're definitely back. Yep. Good. So. Both season fives, I think. No, I True Detective season four. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But uh, both... Both sort of back, and that's um, that. That limited race is going to be ridiculous uh, this the year. Badass Bonkers. women, limited race. It's going to be so good. I mean, yeah, we should end the night with limited series and not comedy or drama. I mean, I, Juno Temple late. versus Jodie Foster, Brie all Larson. the Jays. Yeah, Brie Larson. I mean, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. So oh, yeah, lessons in we, chemistry. We, we, we yeah. yeah, like yeah. I had a, a lovely conversation with the women nominated for SAG Awards for uh, leading or not leading. They don't do leading uh, for actress in a limited series or TV female movie. actor. Yeah, female actor. Thank mm-hmm. you. And it was like Catherine Hahn and Brie Larson and Bell Powley and Udo Uzo Aduba. Like just. Just awesome. Good, good people. Yeah. Good people. I wow. love, by the way, that we ended this Oscars conversation with a little. Oh, there you go. Did I mention that Brie Willarson is an Oscar winner? There you go. Yeah. Uh, that, and if anyone hasn't watched yet, Love on the Spectrum, guys. Sure show. The future uh, unstructured reality winner. This it's, it's going to win again this year. It's it's delightful. Oh, I watched American Nightmare on Saturday morning, three episodes. Oh, I, I heard it's like oh, yes. phenomenal. It's good. It's it good. crazy. Yeah. There's so much TV. And so real. So much TV. Yeah, that's yes. why. Sorry, movies. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of good movies, we, too. Yes, yes. No, I'll catch up. Now that the nominations are out, I will be catching up on some of these right. that I haven't seen yet. So Thank you for your service, Michael. <laughs> Anytime. All right. We will see you all next week. Bye-bye. After the break, we talk to Rustin star Coleman Domingo. From Los Angeles, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. For your consideration, Max presenting the HBO original Barry, starring Bill Hader in the explosive and hilarious final chapter of a man trying to untangle himself from the world of contract killing and immerse himself in acting. Nominated for three SAG Awards, including Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Comedy Series. Barry is now streaming on Max. And we're back. It's the Variety Award Circuit Podcast, and I'm Michael Schneider. Written by Julian Brees and Dustin Lance Black, Rustin is an inspirational true story that takes place during the Civil Rights Movement when Bayard Rustin organized the 1963 March on Washington. Coleman Domingo has just been named an Oscar nominee for Best Actor for his powerhouse performance in the biographical drama. Each of us are taught in ways both cunning and cruel that we are inadequate and complete. And the easiest way to combat that feeling of not being enough is to find someone we consider less than. Less than because they are poorer than us, or because they are darker than us, or because they desire someone. Our churches and our laws say they should not desire. When we tell ourselves such lies, start to live and believe such lies, we do the work of our oppressors by oppressing ourselves. Strong Thurman and Hoover don't give a shit about me. What they really want to destroy is all of us coming together and demanding this country change. Are they expecting my resignation? Some are, yes. 
then they're going to have to fire me because I will not resign. Domingo made history a couple of times this week. He became the first Afro-Latino nominated in the Best Actor category, where he's joined by fellow black nominee Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Domingo and Best Supporting Actress nominee Jodie Foster for Nyad also made Oscar history. It's the first time two openly LGBTQ actors have been nominated for playing LGBTQ characters. Domingo has become a ubiquitous presence on our TV screens in recent years, thanks to Fear the Walking Dead and Euphoria, which earned him an Emmy for Guest Actor in a Drama Series. Now he's about to be everywhere on the big screen as well. Variety's Clayton Davis talked to Domingo about the euphoric feeling of receiving his first Oscar nomination. Additionally, he talks about his acting journey and the big projects he has ahead. They began with Clayton asking Domingo how he was feeling and how he learned of his nomination that morning. It's wild. I, I, I went to bed. I really, I was telling these guys, these lovely publicists behind me, <laughs> that uh, I really did last night. It was, it was sort of out of my mind. I, I just wasn't thinking about it, really. Okay. And then right before I was about to go to bed, I was like, oh, yeah. I think I saw something on Twitter, like suddenly there was a, a deluge of uh, mm-hmm. predictions that were there. And suddenly, my, and I kept, I honestly, for like maybe the past couple of months, anytime I was on social media, I sort of skipped past any mm-hmm. predictions. I just didn't want to hear it I, or see it, anything. I just wanted to trust yeah. what was happening. Anyway, so go to bed. And I usually wake up early, but not super early, like 4.30 in the <laughs> morning, like the today. Morning, yeah. So 4.30, my body was just like, you're up. And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. I want to go to sleep. I want to like sleep through it and see if I get a call or not, but mm-hmm. not be focused on it. But I couldn't sleep. So I got up and Raul, my husband, poked yeah. his head up as well. And he said, oh, you want me to get coffee? I was like, yeah, sure. He said, want me to put on a fire? Great. So fireplace is roaring in the mm-hmm. bedroom. Coffee's happening. And then I thought, I have to do something. So I start organizing my closet. I go into my closet and, in I'm, and, and, I'm, and I'm organizing and I'm like, this is what I'm doing at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so um, then I'm finished getting things together. And then it's about 530 and Raul is, uh, I can see he's watching the feed. I said, okay, just so you know, I'm probably not going to look. So, but I'll, he said, oh, you want me to turn it off? I can go in the other room. I said, whatever you want. I'm just going to wander around so literally i started walking the house house. (laughs) i really was walking the house while i was listening and then i heard daniel brooks and i just screamed so happy and then dave i enjoy and got even happier and then i walked back towards um the the bedroom part uh, part of the house and then i start walking and pacing in the (laughs) in the bathroom and so he it finally gets to my category like the moment i hear my oh my god here it is Suddenly, my phone goes bling, and East Coast, the feed was coming in faster than where we were. And so I pick up my, I literally picked up my phone. I saw it said, Congratulations, Oscar nominee from my manager. And I just put the phone down, like silently. (laughs) And then I looked over because I was just kind of in shock. And then I looked over at Raul. You're waiting for a noise. (laughs) Yeah. And then he gets the Coleman Domingo. And then he literally goes to the floor and starts sobbing. And so then I go to him. Then I look over at him. I'm like, because I think my body didn't even know how to react. I look at him. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And then I said, I guess I'll do that too. So then I start crying. I'm like, but I didn't, I feel like I didn't know how to react. You know, like it was, so that's, that's me. Apparently I I, I deadened at first before I get some good news. Listen, I, and I, do the ABC uh, news watch thing every uh, Mm -hmm. year. And I'm, I'm doing commentary. 
And me and the one of the it's producers, like sports. It's like sports. It, it is exactly like so. One of the producers. I've been doing it for three years now, and she says every year that her favorite part of it is watching me watch the nominations because I'm like literally like a beautiful mind mm-hmm. trying to figure stuff out and also reacting like live reacting to it. Actually, no one sees that. Thank God. Right. But it was Bradley Cooper, and I said to myself. Coleman Tango supposed to be next in the alphabet. It has to, he has to come next. And it was just a one-two punch. And then yeah. I was like, there you go. Did you did you put your hands uh, out like score? I, 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 I went, I went <laughs> I'm okay for the rest of the day, well, guys. Thank you. You've been we're, so we're wonderful okay. from the very beginning when Rustin came out. I remember you wrote these yeah. two beautiful pieces about it. So you 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 just I wouldn't say like because I know, you know, as um someone who writes for this and, and and critiques and all that stuff, but you were very much like um you had your eye on on my work and the mm-hmm. performance and what it meant. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I, 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 listen, I, I don't know how you see I, I, so much. So I don't even know how well, you do it. Listen, I, I always say as an industry, we've been working at the Coleman Domingo Oscar moment for a while. Now. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> have to, we have to get on stuff early. So like, listen, we were there for Zola. We were like, mm-hmm. like, shaming some people. Uh, we shamed some people for a bill. She could talk. Good, accordingly. I'm in, I'm we, we, we've been doing the Lord's work for a while. Thank you. And then we knew the Rustin was coming. We're like, there it is. That's going to be the one. Man. And then alas, here we are. Thank you. So, the phone calls come. I love the I love the phone calls that come of people like I knew it or the ones that are like congratulations and you're like ah, I didn't hear from you for a long time. But what is one of the <laughs> there's most, a lot of that. What is, <laughs> what is one of the most interesting calls that you've received uh, thus far? Well, I was um, I received. Let's see, what am I up to right now? I'm going to my phone. I'm up to 477 text messages that I haven't returned yet, and I probably have at least 300 emails. I have Instagrams and Twitters that I've not. Because I really just try to stay present. And the calls that cut through are like family. I'll, I will talk to my niece and my yeah. brother and my sister, dear friends. And then I was sort of waiting around for a certain call for a few hours. And mm. so I called, you know, someone who runs their production company. I said, hey, uh, I have my phone on. And my phone is just like dinging off the hook. And I only have it on for one reason. Because mm-hmm. I'm waiting for a certain call from a certain somebody. Yeah. And she said, Hold on for a second. Let me let me see what what I can do, and then a number from an a no ID showed up, and I was like, "There it is." And I pick up the phone. It's just about an hour but ago. I just want to point out for the record, you don't pick up unknown calls typically, right? No, we have, we have a no. general but, rule. But I know that there's maybe, but it generally, I, well, I used to didn't, you know, when I was being chased by bill collectors. Not anymore. <laughs> but, what, but, what, but what who I will pick up for, like, you know, certain, you know. On these days. Big people yeah. who will call. And he, I pick up and the first thing he says, Coleman. Congratulations! I was like, "Oh, that's that's not so good." My voice is tired, but usually yeah, I could do a better yeah. Barack Obama. But basically, Barack Obama called me about an hour ago, and he just gave me so much congratulations and love. And he he the he said the most important thing. He said, "Just enjoy this moment. Enjoy it." He said, "Enjoy every step of this. This is a, a huge, wonderful thing." And uh, he said, just "Have fun." Recent back-to-back Emmy winner Barack Obama. Yeah, exactly. Just, just great president, winning Emmys. He gets into <laughs> Oscar space, man. I'm gonna have to be like, listen, man. So <laughs> right. Well, when I was got an Oscar-nominated film, so there we go. Sure, exactly, right? Go. You know, <laughs> on the map. Yeah. Um, listen, we I, we started this journey with you. Well, listen, we we heard about the journey back in 2022. Yeah. Because we thought it was coming that year. Yeah. Uh, and then George got sick. He got better, thank God. And then, and then we got back here. And then we go to Telluride in the mountains. Yeah, in the middle of a strike. 
Yeah. When all, when you know that that was the industry. They were like, we knew the Coleman moment was coming, so they're like, let's go on strike. Let's try to stop this. <laughs> let's try to stop. Let's try to stop this from happening. But 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 we we did it anyway. But now that we're here, I mean, listen, look, looking back at that moment, like the first reviews come out. I know no one does it for the awards, but you're you're hoping that it's just a good movie and that people receive it well. Yeah. And now you're here. Is that a little surreal? Oh, it's fantastic. I think it's 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 even beyond what I imagine. I think that I I imagine we were because I know the way we made it. It was so detailed and and spirited and beautiful and gentle. And um I was just hoping that that translated that you know, you never know what happens in the post production and everything and then but every every step of the way that's been when I tell you like Every partner, everybody at Netflix, how much they loved the film and mm-hmm. cared for it and cared about the way they marketed it. Everything about it was has been very, and I use the word gentle, mm-hmm. which I don't think is a word I use often when it comes to getting a film out. Yeah. You know, you're trying to cram it into some audience's heads and make them go, force them to go see it. Like, Please you know, go but see this. this feels gentle and it feels like it feels like it has the spirit of Bayer Rustin around it. That's what I, it feels so good. So yeah. I'm happy that's been received and you know, my work and, you know, I'm, cause I'm like, when they amplify my, my work, you amplify the name Bayard Rustin. Yeah. And that is the whole reason, sole reason why I wanted to do this film. He's a unsung hero of mine. Oh, listen. And, and I have fully admit, and listen, I'm one that writes about diversity and I try to be up to speed on all our important historical figures in, of our lifetime. And I didn't even know a lot about Bayard Rustin. Most people and, didn't. And, and I was and I was perfectly open to like learning something because especially when it comes to Dr. King, a lot of people love to throw their stake in the ground like I know about Dr. King. Right. I mean, this is like his closest dude, and like flew over my head because you know education sucks in America. And they don't teach us <laughs> about some of this. It's true. I mean, that, that's how I found out about him when I was nineteen years old. When, but not even in college mm-hmm. uh, in a college program. I actually found out it uh, through the African American Student Union, which I joined to sort of like know more about myself yeah, yeah in many ways and then so he came up sort of as a footnote in a way and then we went a little deeper and i was like what who is this person yeah. and they they were so profound and did so much and how come we don't know about it so then of course the moment you hear that as a 19 year old you feel like i've been duped my yeah. entire life by my education you know so that makes me want to interrogate everything <laughs> yeah so let, let me give you some of the great tidbits of the day that i'm sure because you can't catch everything because it's been a very eventful yeah, what happened? Ten hours. What happened? Uh, I wanted to drop some historical bits for you. You always know this stuff, which I, is great. Because I've been, I've been following it. Listen, <laughs> I've never been so happy to be so wrong about Danielle Brooks. And mm-hmm. for this reason, because I, I love her in Color Purple, and I predicted her to miss because no, no Oscar-nominated performance for a musical has represented the sole nomination for its movie. Wow. So a musical performance never gets nominated by itself. It's always like with costumes or a song or something. And I'd been tracking color purple. I was like, she feels fine, but I don't have it anywhere else. So I, so I got to believe it's. I had to go with history. That it's a mess. And then when I heard her name, I almost lost my. She mic dropped on you. And I was <laughs> like, that's why I'm like, prove me wrong. Yeah. Danielle Brooks. I mean, color purple. The Oprah role. Mm-hmm. The Oprah role. Re invigorated and what i see a lot of and i was talking about about with a friend today a lot of people known a lot for tv yourself danielle brooks sterling k brown mm-hmm. jeffrey wright 
Like, all just sneaking up into movies now. You're like, oh, we're going to, like, start running shit now. <laughs> like, like we're, we're here. Stop putting us in the back at the award shows. We actually got something to do. Right. It, it, it's, it's been incredible. But one thing that really caught my eye, uh, Glad released a, or released a statement today because I don't know if you're aware. But you and Jodie Foster, first LGBTQ actors, openly LGBTQ actors, nominated for LGBTQ characters mm-hmm. in history. Wow. 96 years. Glad released a statement. Aside from being a much-deserved recognition of their outstanding talents as performers, Coleman Domingo and Jodie Foster's Oscar nominations are making LGBTQ and film history while serving as examples for LGBTQ talent mm-hmm. all over that living your life authentically can and should be met with great success. Wow. That's fantastic. Like, I mean, listen, my, my oldest brother was a gay man and one of my heroes. And the he used to always talk to me about the things he thought he would never be able to do when he was like in the closet and then why he wouldn't come out. And then when he did come out, like the things he got to do, seeing this journey for yourself, living your best truth. And I will say publicly – Publicly shaming me at every award show when I feel good about what I'm wearing, and then you up. and you show up. <laughs> it's becoming it's becoming an issue, man. I really need. That's why you brought me on the show. Right? Uh, it's really you to know, say, to like, really unless uh, either share some stylists with me or like just take it down, man. Let me feel like good for a little while. But how does it feel that like when you were a young boy growing like, up? Where did I think that I was always supported by my family to be exactly who I was mm. and to know that there was no limitations. And I think that as long as I didn't put limitations on me and my own abilities, the world would meet me the way I see myself. Mm. And that's exactly what, what what has happened, I think. I think, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, I can look objectively at myself playing Byatt Rustin and and Mist in The Color Purple in the same season. And you can see the the breadth and scope of the work that I do and I'm interested in and that I'm able to transform into, because I believe that that's what I could do, that I'm not limited to just playing a part of myself yeah. in some way. And even like, I, I, I love to even say that um, I hope people can see that like, whether it's me and Jody, that yeah, we are openly gay and we're playing openly gay characters, but I hope that they also don't miss the craftsmanship that it took to create that. It's not like we just yeah. showed up. <laughs> like I'm gay, I can do this. <laughs> being gay and just because people are like, oh, what part of it? You know, people ask the question, do you see a lot of yourself in Bayard? I'm like, well, we're very different people. Mm-hmm. But, of course, I use everything I can of myself to give breath and scope to his soul as well. Yeah. So I think that, um, yeah, so I, for me, that's that's just what I'm – I'm because So people always know that it's still craft and how we're crafting this. And, yeah, we just, just because we have a little – some things in common, yeah, we have – I think we have larger access points mm-hmm. that we don't have to – but also – Still, we have to craft it, what we're pulling from. Yeah. Know? Awesome. Some more uh, juicy tidbits and history making. Yes. We have a person of color in every acting category this year. Wow. Doesn't happen too often. It doesn't. Uh, you and Jeffrey Wright, first time – I'm sorry, second time in history that two black men are nominated in this category that aren't Denzel Washington and Will Smith. Are you serious? Yeah. They've done it. They, they're usually together or they – but so one other time – uh, it was, I think, the Poitier year and Paul Winfield. I oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah. For Sounder. Yeah. And you, the second time we have two black men 
killing it together. And I we used to hear this argument on the circuit. People were like, it's Coleman or it's Jeffrey. I'm like, why has it got to be either Yo, or? I, I think that's one. Listen, when I was <laughs> reading some of that stuff before, when it would pop up, I'm like, that's interesting to me that certain people are locks. <laughs> and then they swap in and out the two black guys. And I thought that was very interesting. Because for me, I'm like, that's racist as hell. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what do our performances have to do with one another? We have very different performances. Yep. Not saying Bradley or, Bradley or Coleman. Exactly. exactly. I'm like, Bradley or Coleman, it would make more sense. You're both done biopics. Mm. Both, you know what I mean? I feel it. But I thought, you know, I see race in that. I'm like, oh, you, you can't imagine that two black men mm-hmm. could be in the same category together. You, it's one or the other. Yep. And I, I, so I feel a little, you know. Yeah, but he, vindication. Bowie, Bowie, I'm totally kidding. Bowie, 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 vindication, but it, it definitely kind of, is vindication. But it's kind of lovely. And I felt vindicated. I respect Jeffrey so much, and I'm so glad that he's sharing this space with me right now. Like, it's killing it. And then uh, also, first Afro Latino nominated yes. in a leading acting category, and people were like, "Latino, he's black." I'm like, "We can belong to both." Like, this is the thing. That, that's a that's a greater argument. You yeah, know, where people are like, "Hmm, they think it's all one way," or like, "Like, no, you don't know." Go to my dad and his whole family. Uh, they'll, but that, they'll let you know. <laughs> and, and I'm so happy not the only Latino, America Ferreira, God bless her heart, yes. coming on in. That like, was such a beautiful surprise for me. I, I got <sighs> very excited when I heard of her nomination. I, you don't understand. Like As I saw – why I think I love this year – and listen, the Academy can get stuff wrong. We can get mad at them all the time. Mm-hmm. They're never going to get it fully right. But I looked at the lineup. I looked at the landscape and I went, Damn. There's a little bit for every everyone it here. It's pretty good this year. It's for it? it's for like it was everyone. I was like, mm-hmm. there's not like one side super lopsided. I mean, listen, there was like a it, lot. It all like people really watched films this year. It's a good year for movies. It's a great year for movies. I, I think it's been an incredible year and a great class of people to be with. I'm just like Abby, and then Lily Gladstone obviously just makes me makes yeah. my heart sore. So now looking looking at a little bit of what. Um, the the things that didn't happen for Rustin, and Rustin's such a good movie, and George C. Wolf, very, very gift to talented director. Um, they denied us Lenny Kravitz at the Oscars. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, uh, listen, a little bit of Coleman Domingo problem. Like that dude's almost 60, and he's acting like he's not almost 60, looking <laughs> spectacular yeah. still. But uh, what was your reaction to like not seeing your comrade? Oh, man, he uh, delivered such an incredible anthem for for us and for for the world with that song i think that song should play on the radio and it should still you know i'm, like, I'm sure grammys can come around and you know as well it's but, full award season but, 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 but it was a really tight category too i really said there's a Every, lot of yeah. really interesting songs from very different films and so i thought i was like oh man i knew that was missed but um but you know he it's the, the song you know music lasts yeah and that will last to the test of time. When when you're looking now, and and this is always becomes I sound the alarms in this in this realm. You're an Oscar nominee. We did really good this year. The enemy of progress is complacency. And I say that because people will look at this year and go, racism's over. We did it, guys. Mm-hmm. We have people of color and Hollywood's fixed and we're all gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. And I Thank the Academy for what they did. And then I'm always looking, okay, what are you going to do for me next? I want to know what comes for Coleman Domingo after Rustin. Like, I, thank you for the, the the invitation this first time. I'm ready for a couple more. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and we can just continue this ride. Right. But uh, that's for everyone. Danielle Brooks, I look at her, America Ferrera, 15 years since she won an Emmy and took us this long to be like, oh, like you can actually do a lot of great stuff if we give you the opportunity. What are you about to embark upon after Russell? What would you like to embark upon? First, I yeah, hear a couple questions in there and I want to answer one and then the other. Yeah. But one is, I think that hopefully, I think, because I think people like you and I are groomed to always look at story and story that's outside of our experience. Mm-hmm. And I think the other way around, I think is hopefully happening a bit more to understand, like George C. Wolf would say, it doesn't have to look like you to be about you. Mm. I can always find myself in movies like Poor Things or, you know, things that are whatever, you know, things that may not have people who look like me in it. Yeah. And now it's time for the other. And I feel like that's how we grow. That's how we have more diversity in storytelling. And that's how we get more eyes on things. That's one. Two is what's next for me? <laughs> um, something's probably going to be announced tomorrow. I think so. I think it's going to be in the press tomorrow, but I can't say just yet. Well, I think you can say it now because this Can episode doesn't come out until Thursday. When is it coming out? This episode comes out, comes out on Thursday. Because it's coming out tomorrow. So I, I am agreeing to hear this without writing about it before tomorrow. Okay. Good. Yes, there you go. I am um, starring in the feature film uh, biopic about Michael Jackson, and I'm playing Joe Jackson. That's Wait, Scoop. You're the first person that that are told this. So. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I I, he's undoing his. He's, oh. Yeah, he's he's undoing his tie. Everybody, you, oh. you see, he's just got hot under the collar. He's stretching out. Oh, oh he's taking off the hat now. Hey. The glasses. It's all. Hey. He's rolling on the floor. That is <laughs> such. You're gonna gobble that to shreds. Like it, like it is. I. I it's the mo. It's the. It's so perfect. Like and you, and you know. Listen, I'm, I'm excited to do it with Jafar. Jafar, uh, Jermaine Jackson's son is playing Michael, and yeah. he is breathtaking. And I think there, um, Graham King, the producers, assembling this incredible cast. We just started shooting on Monday. Um, so yeah, I have that, and then um, I have my movie Sing Sing will come out. A twenty four will look like we're targeting. Um, you know, May June. Um, it's going to uh, have its U.S. premiere at, at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar weekend. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very yeah, much for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure out how we do that. Yeah. And um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I, I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. I feel like, you know, since I've been off of Fear the Walking Dead and I actually have more bandwidth. So I'm trying to figure out what's next. What what do I feel like doing? What, I, what does my soul want to do? Yeah. What do I want to play with? It's funny you bring up Fear of the Walking Dead because uh, one of my colleagues wanted me to ask you, like, do you miss Fear of the Walking Dead? Are you missing a little bit of that? Or you not just, one you, bit. You're like, you're like, I like the free time. But not one bit because I feel like I did everything I was supposed to do with that character. I feel like that was such a great epic part of my life. And creating Victor Strand from season to season to a very different character, that was awesome. I did everything I wanted to do with that character. Now I feel like that chapter is behind yeah. me. Yeah. I, re- I, rem- I remember that's when I – Notice that you were more than just an actor because then I, you know, you directed a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, no, Coleman's not just like mm-hmm. <laughs> glide into this industry. Mm-hmm. He wants to like do something. <laughs> he wants to like, <laughs> right. he wants to do some stuff. Right. Um, when is, when are you stepping behind the camera feature, feature film wise? We, we talked last year yeah. about something brewing. Yeah. I'm, and it's still brewing. And it's like, you know, I'm actually putting together a, a feature film. About I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, one again, right? <laughs> I'm putting together a feature film about Nat King Cole. <sighs> the, the, I'm giving you two new scoops. That, that is, I've never that told is, anybody. But I've been working on this for some years now. Really? And uh, yeah, I will play Nat King Cole, 
and I will direct it. It's a, a movie musical, and um, I, I expect work, no less. I, I could wrote the script as well, and uh, I've been working on it quietly for a few years, and now it's something I'm, I'm really moving forward to putting together with some great partners. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm post Joe. Joe Jackson? Yeah. Hopefully. Post Joe Jackson. Post Joe Jackson. Okay. Yes. I'm ready for that. Um, Got to ask you about Euphoria. Do you think this is the last season coming up? The last season? I don't know. I don't know. I think we're um, – I don't even know. I just feel like – I know that Sam's been creating a, a season three that he's very excited about. And I know that we're looking at getting it started, you know, I think in late spring or something. Yeah. So uh, I think everybody's just excited about what, what comes out of Sam's mind. I know that he's – Sam is an is an artist that likes to respond to the times, <laughs> and so whatever is going on culturally or what people are seeking or hoping for, he's going to respond to the times. Yeah, what's uh now an Oscar nominee? I assume you watched the Oscars uh, growing up. Do you what's like one of your favorite Oscar moments like that you remember that just stand out in history? Okay, I'm one of those people that actually go back and look at YouTube's of like Oscar wins uh, all the time. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know why. I, it, what stands out to me is like watching Faye Dunaway win for Network. Mm. I don't know because I feel like that's one of my favorite performances. Yeah, she's just uh, anyway. That's but watching her the way they were. I feel like something about the seventies. The way people go up and collect their award, very classy. They were like they look like they wore like Faye Dunaway looked like she wore a dress from her closet. It was beautiful. <laughs> her hair was a little tousled, and she goes up there and just say some gracious words and and then leave. Yeah. You know, it, earlier in the she in, always glided into a room. Gli- like, like she, she doesn't yeah, she walk. Stood, she breathes into she, a room. She doesn't right? walk. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's a win. But also watching, uh, I mean, you know, watch. I remember we all watched Holly Berry win. Mm-hmm. And that one was for so many people. Um, and she honored that and, and, and dedicated that. So it was beautiful. Um, watching Denzel win, <laughs> you know, uh, who else? Um, I don't know. I love to, love to watch yeah. like Sidney Poitier win his first. You know? uh, fun tidbit about uh, Denzel, the last performance to win Best Actor that won no precursor awards that season before it was training day. He really? lost, he, he had lost to Russell Crowe three times at the globe sag BAFTA. He wasn't supposed to win on the night. Really? He wasn't and supposed to win. In there. I always say that is like one of the perfect examples of just timing because it was like, he got nominated and people were like, Oh, that's cool. And then Halle Berry lost the globe and then she won SAG, and we went, oh, that's actually really cool. And then they announced Sidney Poitier to be the lifetime achievement. And we went, Oh, wait, that's interesting that too. Was, yeah. And then all the stars are online and we were like, and then I think, I believe, I don't know for sure. I think that's the year Russell Crowe threw a phone. Really? I think that's the year he threw a phone <laughs> and that, and he had just won for gladiator and then history presents itself. Wow. And we have that historic night. That's so I'm wild. just saying history can be made. We can do it. Let's see. I lost the globe. <laughs> 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 so that means I win the Oscar. I mean, or, yeah, I mean, listen, we, we have, we have SAG and BAFTA left. So I win all of those. Yeah. Or, or you want me to lose those. So I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I like, the, I don't know what that, I like some, the, I like some obstacles. Okay. <laughs> I like some obstacles, man. I'll shake it up a little bit. We'll yeah. see. Maybe I'll win one or two. And you take it, you win whatever we, you're here. And that is honored to be nominated. Right. So I have two last questions for you. One is, uh, so fun that my, friend uh gave me so you love cocktails and it's dry january <laughs> yeah why do i recommend 
conversation do you have? I'm going people to people who are not participating. The in funny this. thing is, I'm going to a dinner tonight, and I'm I'm actually <laughs> going to a dinner sponsored by um, Seedlip, mm-hmm. you know, non-alcoholic beverages. And I thought, am I going to have a good time? But I think I am actually. I think I think because it is dry January, and we have to be responsible. We're what 20, uh, 23 <laughs> days? Yeah, twenty three. Yeah, eight days, days left, man. Yeah, so I'm going to go to a a, a quote unquote cocktail. <laughs> And dinner. So. And try not to fall asleep. Exactly. <laughs> for, for a little bit there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, final question, man. And we sat here during the Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, yep. a year ago. I was the jinx uh, for you we getting snubbed for a, new, for a new moon. <laughs> God damn it. So that's why I waited for after. It was, it was all strategic. I was like, I'm going to get him afterward. Um, but listen, like – it's it's a moment that you know you 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 you're happy for the recognition but there's got to be this feeling like this whole season being anointed so much uh Palm Springs you gave a, a powerful speech gave the mm-hmm. picture of uh of you and Palm Springs, and Palm Springs when Rustin uh got oh, acquired by yeah. Barack Obama um you're looking now they're, you're hung out with Oprah all year. <laughs> like, like, man, it's just, it's, I don't know if it's like, do you feel like, I, do you pinch yourself sometimes? You're like, this, like, I can't believe this is my life. And then, and then you have Raul, who it's just honestly He's sweet good. as pie. I was a good, good guy. Still crying I, on the floor, probably you know, at home. You know, still, still probably. <laughs> yeah. You know what's wild? I think that, uh, I just try to be as present as possible, and it does take my breath away a little bit when I look at my life or I look at where I'm going and the people that I'm around and people I have friendships with, people who are now truly my colleagues that are, you know, I'm, whether it's Killian and Bradley, and Bradley and I are becoming friends, and, and Paul Giamatti and I texted today, and all these, it's, but but it's but it's been a long time coming. So I feel like it's not. It's been building slowly, very mm. slowly and organically. So I feel like I'm not as in awe. I just feel it's been tiny seeds planted for a very long time, and so now I'm like, wow, this is the fruits of my labor. This is like real yeah. fruits. Yeah, we had to water this plant for a long time. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and it was, at times it was struggling and, and, and on life support and then and then now it's just kind of like, you know, everything's flowering. Yeah. And it's beautiful because, you know, whether I prayed over the plant and you know gave it some love and talked to it, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. It feels really, it feels, um, I know the work that has gone into it and it's something I don't deny myself. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm lucky. Hmm. I'm like no, I work hard, hmm. and um, and then I'm, I think I put a lot of love and 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 care into what I do, and now it's coming back to me, which is great. So it feels really good, and it feels really um, I, and everyone's been saying, oh, you're having such a moment, you're having such a moment, and I, I recognize that, and I know these moments don't come often, yeah, and I don't know how long it'll last, but I do know that I feel very grateful and very centered and very sort of like calm mm. every time i see you and i see you mm. well people are like, i think 
people can tell I feel very calm and I'm, I'm having a good time. Yeah. I think that's the most in. important thing to actually have a good time. And when you see me next time and I'm wearing like a gold jacket over my shoulders, <sighs> I want to invite you to wear a gold jacket over your shoulders, Clayton. So let me let me tell you something, Coleman. And this, this is so important for me to say. Because Rent the Runway doesn't really exist for men. And it kind of does. But here's the thing. Some, some of us are still carrying a little holiday weight back from college. Not and, from college. From college. And they don't, they don't really carry the, the right sizes that, that I can keep up. So I am spending my own money. And I, unfortunately, have not gotten nominated for an Oscar yet. And I'm not having – um, You're a hat guy. You love hats. I do love hats. But I also I have a – I think you should rock more like – Hats with like some color and you know. I I do but again. I struggle with hats too because I have a big head too. I wear. Yeah, I was thinking some. Co- you, no, you there's fine. Some hats. I I have a lot of hats. I I have a good a good amount. Yeah, you do. I, but I then want... but then like usually I state this is like my go to like, like a gold hat or something. On you. I have a gold hat. You do. I, know, I do have a gold I've hat. I've seen a gold hat. I know. I just I, I ask with the outfit. I'm all about accessories. <laughs> when you can't change it up all the time, then you have to accessorize. <laughs> right. Listen, Coleman Domingo. Congratulations, <laughs> sir. I'm so happy for you. I'm glad that you came back on the podcast. <laughs> I, know, I, was, I, was, I don't know. It didn't work out last time. <laughs> but, but it did this time. <laughs> yes, and I look did. forward to having you next year, or next two years, for two big projects that uh, are going to be awesome, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks, Clayton. That's star and Oscar nominee Coleman Domingo of Rustin, now streaming on Netflix. And that's it for this edition of Variety's Award Circuit Podcast. Zach Levin edited this episode, and Michael Schneider is the producer. Be sure to subscribe to the Award Circuit Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. Also, head on over to Variety.com and click on the Award Circuit tab to find the latest awards predictions and key races, as well as your daily fix of news, analysis, and reviews. For Jazz Tanke, Janelle Riley, and Clayton Davis, I'm Michael Schneider, and we'll see you on the circuit. For your consideration, Max presenting the HBO original, Succession. As power struggles ensue, the Roy family weighs up a future where their cultural and political weight is severely curtailed. Don't miss the series IndieWire calls the end-all, be-all of TV. Nominated for five SAG awards, including outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series, Succession is streaming now on Max. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.